Welcome into Success by Design. I am Wendy Navarro with Navarro Creative Group, and uh, I am your host for this business podcast. The reason I approached uh, wanting to do Success by Design was a number of reasons. I've been a small business enthusiast and advocate for over a dozen years. And what I find is that so many businesses have a great story to tell, but so many don't have that platform to tell it. So I thought, you know what? In our community of Sumner County and Middle Tennessee, I want to highlight and put a spotlight on some of the amazing business owners and businesses who are doing great things here in our own community. So with that, let's get started. Welcome into Success by Design, a business podcast on the WHIN Podcast Network. Now, here is the founder and CEO of Navarro Creative Group, Wendy Navarro. We are here today talking with Amy Rains of Park Place Assisted Living Center and we will be talking about baby boomers and why they are so important to our economic development and to our business development in addition to the society as a whole as a consumer and as an employer. We'll be discussing a few baby boomers that just might surprise you and that you will recognize. And we'll be discussing some astounding statistics um, with regard to attrition and and why businesses want to really understand baby boomers in the workplace and their role with leading the next generation. So let's get started. Okay. Well, I am so excited to be here today with Amy Rains, my friend and um, just all around great person. Uh, Amy is the general manager for Park Place Retirement Community, and she is a dynamo. She knows so much about baby boomers and um, what they are looking for and what our businesses need to know about what they're looking for. She's also the president of the Tennessee Centers for Assisted Living and the, on the board for Tennessee Healthcare Association. I mean, come on, she is vested in our baby boomer community. She loves them and we love her for that. Um, so Amy, I, I want you to share with our listeners um, the information that you shared at the last luncheon that we attended for the chamber, um, it was really good. It was dynamic. Mm. It had wonderful information. And I think it's something that a lot of businesses don't plan for and they're not thinking ahead about. So once they hear some of these messages from you, including statistics, I think it's going to really hit home for them and it's going to help them to understand different ways that they can market to the baby boomer community knowing that they are not retiring they're remaining active and they're in in uh involved with the community right now and involved in businesses and right now it's an interesting time because businesses are having to understand how to uh, manage different generations in the workforce for the first time ever so exactly. Tell me something that you think is the most. What is what is it that you see with the baby baby boomer generation that you think some of our businesses should really pay attention to? Well, I do think that um, you know 
we hear a lot of talk about baby boomers and I really having said that I don't know why we don't talk about it more quite honestly because you know what we're going to have we're already getting uh, this large generation of Americans that are aging 65 and older in fact it's 10,000 every day in America and so within the next 10 years we're going to have 20% of our US population is going to be made up of individuals that are 65 or older so that's never happened in i know our country's pretty young but it's never happened in this country and uh you know there's a lot of 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 topics that kind of derive from this this world we're in right now when you consider social security and medicare and medicaid um and and what i shared during the uh, chamber luncheon was just related to business and networking um, to those boomers if you know that in the next 10 years one in every five people are going to be 65 or older you have got to prepare for that uh, from your um business perspective um, in either the goods and services that you're providing for for that boomer as your customer or if that boomer is your employee. So there's just so many topics here. And like I said, I just feel like you could do an entire podcast just on baby boomers. I just feel like you could. Well, absolutely. (laughs) I completely agree with you. And one of the things that I read when you said the one in five, if you think about the attrition with businesses if Mm -hmm. all of those baby boomers were to retire at the time that they're that they're eligible to retire businesses will lose a third of their or a fifth of their population Mm -hmm. to a third of their population Mm -hmm. um of of employees how can any business survive if that were to happen yeah well i you know when i was pulling up a statistic you know the thing with boomers you know boomers are working longer for a variety of reasons Um, and I'll get to that but but one thing I want to say is you know I found this really cool statistic that in 2018 1.9 million jobs were created in the U.S. 1.4 of those were filled by people that are 55 and older so if you consider that all of those people now 55 you know but that's still in your your population that we're talking about because in the next 10 years those people are going to be 65 Mm -hmm. and so they're part of you know just when you're alone that many people were taking those jobs and they're, they're they're taking those jobs for a variety of reasons but you're right you know boomers don't necessarily know when they want to retire you know they're they're 65 and older and they want to retire don't get me wrong but financially it may not be feasible to retire just yet so you know as soon as they can they're they're going to retire they've been dreaming of retiring just like the rest of us and as soon as they can they're they're out of there so you're right from a a business perspective if you're supervising if you're managing running a business and you're relying on those boomers uh, for all that great skill set that they're given I mean yeah they call it a a skill gap is Mm -hmm. what you're hearing in 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 the industry now Um, is that you know when the boomers retire they call it a skill gap there's just uh, we're gonna have to get those younger generations up to par and ready to take over and potentially kind of on a whim or, or, you know, with very little notice. Right. Well, one of the things that I read that was really interesting is that, you know, people who are 50 and older, well, first of all, let's, let's define the the generation of boomers. Mm -hmm. What years are boomers? Yeah, that's a good point. Yes. Uh, Baby boomers, they're born between uh, 1946 and 1964. So your oldest boomer right now is uh, 73 years old. 
So, you know, you're, you're getting your folks that are just, um, you know, we, we've started hitting this, what we call the silver tsunami of seniors that are aging, um, because basically your boomers were born, um, you know, when life was good and after the war and families were uh, ready to, to really just uh, have some babies and the economy was great. And so uh, we just had this influx of seniors and so, or not seniors, uh, of babies. And so, you know, they've just grown. They, they've dominated our population all along. Uh, since since they arrived, um, and 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 like you said, they're they've been passed up uh, by the millennials who who are uh, kind of twenties thirties. Uh, you're probably a millennial, mm-hmm. our fellow here at the radio station. Yes, he is. Um, but uh, so so we've got some large uh, this large population that's rippled through. So so we're talking about the boomers, yeah. And with that skill gap, going back to that, mm-hmm. um, with that skill gap the businesses are are kind of hungry to make sure that the boomers are going to be helping the younger generation the millennials the xers to understand how to fill the roles that they've done so well yeah and um but here's what i'm reading is that the boomers they're going back to school they're learning new trade they're not giving up they're they're wanting to get back into the workforce they enjoy um working or at least reinventing themselves yeah and i can tell you um, just by my experience with a lot of people is that uh, many women and men that i know have retired and then gone back to do something new and fresh and fun and kind of live their fantasy job mm-hmm. and do something that they have always wanted to do but because they needed to be responsible adults right. and have a, a job that was secure and that you know f- paid the mortgage and fed their family but now they're going into all kinds of new things what are you experiencing with all of the involvement that you have with um, boomers what do you experience yeah, I definitely do see that. Um, and, and I think that's a beautiful thing. I think it's a beautiful uh, society we're living in that you can do that. Like, yes. I'm not a boomer. I'm a Gen Xer, but I'm right behind those boomers. And I love if they're going to pave the way for, for us to just explore. You know, I know I myself have this career, which I absolutely love and adore. But I always think about, well, I don't also like to do this, that and the other. And so right. why not? You right. don't have to. Um, you know, I think the thing with boomers is what we find is, they're dynamic people. And so that, you know, they've lived through um, a lot of really uh, life-changing events in in our country's history. So they're not going to just want to sit down and just, you know, hang up their hat and and just uh, sit around. Like, they're not doing it. They're not. They're not going to go knit somewhere or whatever the the image is that that folks are going to do when they retire or golf. And, you know, I've had a lot of boomers say, you know, well, I I can only do so much golfing. Like, I'm just, I'm over it. I can only fish so much. And so, you know, I think, you know, even if the boomer goes back uh, to school or, or just dips their toe in and something part-time that's just kind of been something fun or you know there's even boomers that are just jumping into just something you know they're just working even if it's just some you know little part-time something just a couple hours a week yeah but it's just something to give back and and enjoy their time so well I know that if we take more time to stop and talk to some of the boomers I I know I am so interested in people and so interested in their lives and what they have to say about what they've lived Mm -hmm. um also 
I'll stop and I'll talk to somebody, say at Walmart, yeah. and someone who's behind the cashier, and she's running the cashier. And I remember one time asking uh, somebody, or we just got into a conversation because that's what happens. Mm-hmm. And she was telling me that she is a retired RN, and she loved what she did, and she had a fantastic career, raised her family, and she was doing this at, at Walmart because it was something fun to do. Yeah. She didn't have to do it. Yeah. She just wanted something to do and be social, yeah. which I thought was fantastic for her. And uh, she was loving it. She loved yeah. every minute of it and just got her out there. So with that, what what other, like businesses, mm-hmm. what's the best way for a business to reach boomers? Yeah, um, well, from a employment or an and for, from, from an a employment perspective from, from a marketing employment perspective, yeah, yeah yeah well so so with employment you know unfortunately um i mean we've got some boomers that are working because they really just want to work and they you know they don't want to sit around uh, and you do have some boomers that are working and and they don't have a foreseeable retirement uh plan mm-hmm. um and you know i found some some statistics you know pensions are not really a thing that that our boomers are able to rely on i think 30 percent i think uh one study i i was reading 30 percent of boomers will have some measure of a pension it may not be much mm. when they retire social security is only about fourteen thousand a year uh, on average um wow. so that's not much to live off of no. if that's your only retirement plan and unfortunately there's about 45% of boomers haven't saved at all. So they have zero retirement savings at all. So yeah. um, that's concerning for sure. And again, that that we could go in a lot of different avenues about the implications that could take on our economy and, and everything. But um, and then so so boomers are working sometimes financially because they have to, mm-hmm. um, even if it's they're, they're drawing their Social Security, but they're going to need to supplement even with those little part-time job or, or something or the other, um, or it's a combination of, you know, they're wanting to build up their nest egg um, and just pad their retirement a little further, or whatever their motivation is. And then again, you know, some boomers have just been pulled right back into the workforce. They retired and they were tempted to come back in and, and maybe their former employer or, or, or someone in their industry uh, needed them because, mm-hmm. you know, unemployment is, is at 3%. So, you know, I'm, I'm running a business and I can tell you that, you know, we're all looking for those good staff and, you know, Hey, if you've got a boomer that, you know, is awesome and, and was like a rock star for you and they just wanted to retire, but now they're, they're, they're kind of bored at the house. Well, Hey, if they want to come back. Yeah, that's great for business. So, you know, I think employers just have to be open to that. You know, unfortunately I hear a lot of, um, boomers, you know, that, that feel like there's some uh, ageism out there, you know, when employers are, are looking to hire. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I, I, mean, I can't speak for every single employer in the universe, but I can tell you that, you know, as someone who's interviewing people, that's not a consideration for me. You know, it's all about, you know, what are you bringing to the table? And, and really, your boomers bring a lot of experience to the table. And, you know, and I would tell employers, you know, look at that boomer because they are, they're workhorses, first yes. of all. They're they're totally dedicated to um, usually the industry that they're in, and the um, sometimes even down to the employer. Like a lot of boomers will tell you, I worked and retired from X Y Z and worked there for 30, 40 years. That doesn't happen really so much anymore with your millennials, with your um, Gen Xers. Um, you know, We're you know, we jumping. tend to jump around a little more than that. So, mm-hmm. so uh, your boomers bring 
they bring a lot of knowledge and uh, dedication to your business. So uh, definitely take a look at that boomer um, and, and, and try to try to get them. I think if you can get them, you've got yourself a prize there. Well, I think because there's been so much talk about the millennials and the millennial Mm -hmm. generation and, you know, the advancements in technology. And granted, boomers um, have been a little slower to, you know, take on technology um, or really delve into it. However that is increasing some of the things that i've read is that they are out there and they are going to school to learn about the technology they're uh, jumping right in to understand how to uh, be on uh, facebook and social media platforms and and to understand you know the computers and internet so they're not afraid to learn a new skill set which i think a lot of people sometimes miss um misunderstand that that's something that they're not really going to do when in fact the statistics show that they will do it just give them the chance yeah you know when i did my presentation at the chamber i i showed uh granny from uh the beverly hillbillies as this example (laughs) i was like you know here's your new employee everybody (laughs) and you know and then i i did it just purposely to make a point because I think everybody gets that thought in their head like that's that's this boomer or this Absolutely. is a senior that's yep. retired and then you know then I contrasted that with Sylvester Stallone and said no 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 here's your boomer and truly like Sylvester Stallone he's 73 years old looking awesome still making movies he's still Rambo getting his like, new one out there pretty soon right yeah right so so you're not that's not who I'm talking about and so you know that's that's I guess that's what I'm trying to get across to people. And what's interesting is when you look at, um, I think I think if you have that perception, then you're not thinking about a boomer as being progressive. Um, and maybe if you're you're running a business, you're not thinking they're going to be able to understand the technology that you've got and 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 you know how you're getting your message out there. And, and most of us are using. Uh, computer social media and all that but it's so not true I mean the uh, I've read a statistic on here that boomers are online 29 hours a week that's crazy it is and it's one of the things that they they have the time to be able to do it they understand how to manage their time and so by connecting with them via the online channels and the social media and internet um, they're out there looking at those things yeah Uh, so it's it's exciting it's exciting to think that we have such a great knowledge base to be able to pull from and to actually help to train some of our millennials or our Gen Xers yeah. about um, leadership and about those skill sets that sometimes I think are are lost because we don't have the social interaction with our younger generations that our our boomers have had yeah. because they didn't have the technology. It's technology so true. Has taken over that part of communication yeah. a lot of times, and so that skill set has gotten lost. Yeah, but it's still important. And yes. you know, I mean, this is just a side note. Well, I have a 16 year old son. And I've been trying to teach him how to open the door when we go in and out of restaurants. Yes. And he's so oblivious to other people around him. And I think it's just because, you know, he he's all in his, his own little techie world. And so I guess he's a Gen Y. I guess that's what you call his mm-hmm. generation. So, I think your son and my son are about the same Yeah, age. yeah, they are. And mm-hmm. so I'm like, look, you need to learn how to open doors. It's a sign of courtesy. He's like, well, isn't that sexist? And I said, well, no, it's not <laughs> sexist, honey. I said, I think if the women have the babies, the men can open the doors. And so, but I've just tried to teach him that. But that's the kind of thing that those older generations that, you know, I want to, I think that should be 
that should last. It I think should. that's a beautiful thing, a sign of respect. I mean, really, a even as a female, courtesy. open the door for, you know, somebody who's coming, maybe someone who's elderly or someone who just needs a hand, yeah. you know. And, and so j- those are the kind of things I think, you know, it's a very small little thing. But, you know, those are some good characteristics, some good character traits you can get from your boomers absolutely and i think that all generations actually appreciate it i think that you know when we're talking about our boys yes my youngest son who's you know freshman in high school um he i have to still tell him open the door stand aside and let people through right right. yeah so it's one of those things and and i do think that it's a a sign of common courtesy but Mm -hmm. it's a respect yeah and it's something that every generation appreciates because i know that when somebody does it for him he appreciates it he's like oh wow thank you yeah you know kind of like this is a surprise it's kind of human interaction (laughs) and and what a great thing so right yeah for sure so i know that we talked about sylvester stallone yeah that he is and uh, you know Rambo making his next movie right now actually it's going to be coming out who were some of the other baby boomers that you had mentioned yeah it was fun because I um you know I just started googling I was like you know let's talk about it you know it's not granny from uh the Beverly Hillbillies so let's look and see who we're dealing with and so uh you know Madonna I mean wow Madonna I mean I you know I grew up knowing Madonna and thinking she was like amazing and so you know awesome she's and still amazing 61 years old Madonna wow. 61 amazing amazing yeah. um Oprah of course Oprah 65 fabulous Oprah so, the so tell me who Oprah. would not, who would not want Oprah on their team right who would not want Madonna right. or Rambo right <laughs> I mean we're talking about innovative people and you know um of course Hottie hottie George Clooney. He's 58. And um, Johnny Depp is 56. Unbelievable. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, I I mean, yeah. And I mean, I know, I know these are celebrities. And so, but, but this is the culture. These are, these are who the boomers are, you know, they've grown up with, they were entertained by these people. They've taken advice from Oprah. They're, (laughs) this is who we're talking about. These are people who have seen a lot and, and, and have learned a lot and, and, quite honestly created yes. the technology and all of these conveniences that all of us younger generations are enjoying right. so I think they're a good asset there's definitely something to be said about having them on board I mean that absolutely team, can you imagine having that team together yeah. oh yeah well wow. I can tell I, I sort of get that team you know yes. you were talking about the work uh, forces and and for sure I mean I think that that's something that you do need to look at obviously if you're you're running a business if you've got different generations uh you know certainly every generation brings some some really great attributes and then they bring some challenges Mm -hmm. honestly that's you know everybody does that and so you know like I manage Park Place and uh, at Park Place, I have five generations Mm -hmm. in my building because you know we've got you know I've got some of my uh my uh staff that are receptionists like that they you know they've retired but they like they like working at the desk you know uh, part-time and and you know networking with the residents and all that and then you and know you've got all the way down skills yeah that they've learned fantastic as just part of what they do yeah perfect you know those manners that mm-hmm. absolute courtesy they're they're just wonderful and i mean i couldn't i couldn't make it without them you know i really couldn't and then, you know, of course, I've got in, they're not boomers, they're, they're older than boomer, they're, you know, generation before. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, and then all the way down to, you know, the, that 
bright enthusiasm of like some young servers working in my kitchen that you know they they're full of energy and ideas and excitement and I mean it's it's fantastic to have that eclectic group of people and working how do together. They, how do they get along? What do you notice that um, that they do to to kind of really just connect? Yeah, well, I mean it can be challenging sometimes, you know, because um, I'm trying to trying to give you an example. Um, you know, just even well, I can give you an example just between me and my sales director. Mm-hmm. You know, I am a Gen Xer. She is a millennial. So she's all about texting everybody. Like, let's just text them and just find out what's going on. And I'm like, well, I don't want to text them. I want to call them. I want to talk to them. I want to, you know, or, or at least put a thoughtfully worded email out there, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> with maybe an attachment, you know, but I guess that's just me. And, um, you know, so so we always kind of go back and forth on that one, uh, you know, just, just our approach to certain things. And, you know, sometimes, I mean, there's just more than one way to skin a cat. So, Absolutely. you know, I've certainly learned a lot from her um and i and i hope she's learning something from me too um and and our generations are closer together but you know when you have your um and and another example i can give is you know if you've got your um your baby boomers and your gen xers you know we're we're tend to be more of that um workhorse kind of people your millennials like a lot more work-life balance which is a good thing Mm -hmm. work-life balance is a good thing and and we kind of missed out on that uh it's a necessity yeah it is is a necessity but Mm -hmm. um so having said that um you know if you have like i have had some uh of my managers that are uh, gen x or baby boomers and you know when it's time to do performance appraisal time you know Mm -hmm. uh for that millennial i'm like okay well you need to give them some love here you know (laughs) on the performance appraisal and tell them how great they're doing not all about the whip and then you know you'll get yeah but then you'll get well that's their job Mm. well i gotta praise them for doing their job that's what their paycheck is i can tell you how often i hear that but you know i'm I'm like look i don't care what generation you're in everybody likes an attaboy yeah if you're doing a good job but um that's just kind of a, a good conflict there in in ideology like I'm like okay you know you can you the, the millennials gonna want to hear it yes they're gonna want to hear what they've done well I mean they're probably not really gonna like what they haven't done well but who does you know so you're also gonna need to kind of soft sell that too but you kind of have to finesse you know here and there and you just got to learn that and and it's not so broad brush stroked that every millennials this way and every right. Gen Xer and every uh, baby boomers that way but if you kind of generally know those things, then you can kind of see where people are coming from. And I think if you can always know where people are coming from, you can always make it work. Right. So that that's the way. And that's what I've, I've tried to tell my directors who are just more kind of, you know, just kind of almost militant in the way they're running their department. I'm like, <laughs> look, you just have to let it loose a little. You just, you need those people. They need to feel appreciated uh, working in your departments. And so you got to come to the table. You, you don't have a choice, right. basically. You don't have a choice. Right. Yeah. And, and I think that a lot of that is definitely generational. The mm-hmm. way that they were brought up, they, they were part of a very different um, uh, generation. Mm-hmm. A lot of them were military. A lot of them had military yeah. parents. A lot of them saw, you know, war and things that they had to be m- 
much more uh, strict on how they did things and regimented in how they did things. And that just kind of has been part of their life. I know both of my parents were baby boomers and um, my father was a military man. Mm -hmm. So you could just imagine, you know, everything that he wanted and was very strict and stringent. Not that I always followed the rules, but yeah, no, no, nobody's always going to follow all the rules from the generation ahead because we are forging our own way. For sure. But it is good to know that, like you said, that there are there are uh, great reasons to know where someone is coming from. Yeah. So that way, when you have that understanding and we have a background, that you can interact on a much better level, a much much higher level. Yeah. I think. Yeah. So I think that was a great point. And I know your sales manager, and she's fantastic. <laughs> she is. And uh, we all love her. Um, but you know, one of the things that you said about email is that that is one of the best ways to communicate with yeah. baby boomers. Yeah. It is. They are on. Online, they are looking at yeah. the email, and so when you're trying to con- communicate with them, that's one of the best things yeah. to do. Well, and that's what I've tried to get across to her. Is you know, yeah. I'm like, ah, uh, you know, and she, yeah. This was our debate the other day. Was um, well, if someone texts you, don't you reply to every text somebody sends you? And I'm like, quite honestly, no. Yeah. I mean, because I get busy and I forget. And if you get more than one text, and I mean, I don't know, maybe that's like my aging brain. I don't know. But <laughs> like, if it's in my email box, like I'm going to see it. It's going to come on my phone. You know, maybe when I'm sitting at home, I can reply to some emails. It's better. I'm better through email, honestly. You can get me better that way. If it's business, I mm-hmm. guess is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. If you're my friend, send me a text and then send me another one because you know I could be scatterbrained <laughs> and I may forget you sent the first one. If you're but my friend, you're going to know I'm not going to reply the first <laughs> if time. If you're my friend, you know. <laughs> but, uh, you know, business, I think email, email. But, yeah. um, but I think that. But I'm not, you know, that's me. Yeah. And so, you know, that's just – but you have to value that when you are – working with a team of different generations. Like, what's the best way to get across the message you need to get across? Absolutely. And, and, you know, so you all can collaborate as a team. So, so many things to think about. I mean, there's so many great um, seminars, workshops, topics on on working as generations, different, like, strength finder classes. I have done that before with my team of directors, um, personality assessments, and that's where you really delve deeper. Well, way deeper just from just generation down to life experience and, and everything and um, really figure out how to collaborate as a team. Now, um, as the um, president of the Tennessee Centers for Assisted Living, do you guys offer classes like that for people? We, uh, I don't know that we've done anything like that. We usually do more um, because the assisted livings are regulated. So we usually do more related to like life safety and, and like, care for the seniors we're supporting right now got you what gets me excited um and is is knowing my industry in particular Mm -hmm. as i know that my entire population i will literally start serving a whole new wave a whole new generation of seniors that are are not granny from the beverly hillbillies and not to say that my residents are now because they're sassy little things now (laughs) but um just knowing that too my industry alone is has to evolve it has to continue to evolve to take care of uh, seniors and and what they come to expect from service the kind of service they expect um and so but but i think every business has to look at that i think if you are knowing that you one in five people could walk into your business it's gonna be 65 and older you probably need to be thinking about 
what are you offering to entice them to be there? Absolutely. So that, I mean, that, that's just imperative. That's why I say, I don't know why there's just not, I, you could do an entire pod, podcast on this. I just feel right. like you could. Well, I, and I think that, um, you know, we, we actually have written a blog on Navarro Creative Group, mm-hmm. specifically talking about how to market to the different generations. Mm-hmm. And of course, baby boomers is one of the generations that yeah. we talk about. We talk about um, the five different main generations that um, are in existence right now that are part of the commerce and um, economics of the of society yeah and so when you're when you're talking about those things you do have to know you do have to understand how they're going to interface with you and how they're consuming consuming media yeah um, and so uh, you know if anyone is interested in that that you can go to navarrocreativegroup.com and uh, look up those different um, blog posts uh, and through our blog and you'll get some really valuable information yeah and understanding how to interact and engage with that baby boomer generation. Yeah. So what what would you say would be the one most valuable um, point that business owners could take away from our discussion today? What would you say that most valuable point is? I think to, I mean, just to know that you are going to have that a fifth of our population is going to be 65 and older and, and you know it, that number ticks up every day and then locally here in Hendersonville we're right on trend with that mm-hmm. right on trend 13 percent of homes here in Hendersonville have at least one person that is 60 or above right now wow so we're right on trend mm-hmm. so and we're growing this whole area is growing you yes. all know Hendersonville is growing so we're right on trend locally so if you're hearing me and you're a local business I'm not talking about in the abstract of the US I'm talking about right here right now and you know I think you do need to know you know I found some really interesting statistics on um, you know boomers um, 50% of them are on social media mm-hmm. you mentioned Facebook you're right they love Facebook yes love it and what I think is really cool is you know you know, I'm a Gen Xer again, and, and, you know, you see the ads on Facebook. I don't click really so much on the ads, but the boomers do. Like, they do. They click on the ad. They like the ad. Mm-hmm. And then, moreover than that, they'll even follow that on over to your website, which is crazy. So, yeah. like, um, 97% of them, they will visit – or not 97, sorry, 57 of them will – visit your website after seeing an ad on Facebook. Yeah. And so, you know, I mean, you're the marketing guru here, so I'm by no means stepping in your but world. You, but you're right on target. You're, you're but absolutely they, right. You know, Facebook, you can, I mean, from a business perspective, you can completely target your ads to the generations you're looking for, to, to your market. Yeah. And if you know that you can reach these folks and, and, and most of them are going to head on over to your website – just by going on Facebook, I mean that's crazy. Right. And, and then you know they shop online. I never would have thought about that. You know, mm-hmm. uh, my my mother is a boomer. She's not so much an online shopper. <laughs> she's not there yet, but she is a Facebooker. Let me tell you, she's Facebooks. <laughs> she she likes something and shares it on her thing, and then she's like wants to know if I saw it. Yes. How come you didn't like that yet? <laughs> you know, it was a cute cat. Did you see the cute cat? So I'm just saying, like my my boomer is all on that, and um, but they also watch TV still. Yeah. You know. You know. Um, and this is my little millennial friend we were talking about here. Mm-hmm. You know, she she doesn't do like a, what they call linear TV, which mm-hmm. is just like literally have Comcast or, or AT&T or whatever and, and watch TV. Right. Um, she streams 
things or, or you know she doesn't she doesn't do she's like a netflix or whatever right um but boomers they're still watching tv like you know linear or what i would call old school tv so <laughs> so you can still get them with commercials yes so and which you can also delve down in you know to your demographic through that so so you know i guess i'm i've I guess my takeaway with business is be ready. You need yeah. to know that boomer's not only going to be your employee, but they'll be your employee, and then another boomer's going to be your customer. That's so exactly you got to be ready for them. You do. You have to be ready. And you touched on all of those points that are so true and, and a matter of fact with regard to your um, your boomers. They, they are information-driven. They are mm-hmm. going to look for the information, and they are going to follow that information stream to where they want to be. So with uh, your online, your Facebook your TV, Mm -hmm. uh, newspapers, they're still reading newspapers. Um, So it's really interesting. Uh, You know, a lot of people, you know, when we're consulting um, with regard to their marketing, you know, they'll say, well, isn't uh, email marketing dead? And I'm like, no, no, not at all. (laughs) You know, you need to know your demographic. You need to be able to utilize those different streams of media in order to connect with and engage with your your customer base. Um, So it's uh, wonderful that you understand that yeah. as as that expert with our boomer generation and i just thought you know you were the perfect guest to have on here for that because i really yeah. do I, I i see your passion and i hear your passion and it comes through with what you um are kind of holding yourself to that higher standard of service and making sure that you are engaging and interacting with those baby boomers and making sure that they know, hey, you're not granny from Beverly Hillbillies. You are Rambo. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's the way to look at it for sure. And, And you were right. You hit right on it when you said that they they love information the boomers are savvy they're very smart like Mm -hmm. they don't want fluff you you don't sell with them with just like a pretty picture and a fluff like you need to give them some content they need to know these are some savvy folks Mm -hmm. and they want to know why your product your business is the business and, and what they should should utilize so so you know don't hit them with a bright color and a dancing bear they don't want that they want some info they want some stats you know these are some savvy folks so keep that in mind too i think that you need to put together a great informational session and package and we need to do this webinar and all these wonderful yes you're just fabulous i really appreciate you being here today and i do you know if you ever decide you're going to do that let me know we'll make sure we get it out there and let everybody know because i think there are more and more people who are going to want to know about this especially with what you were saying you have your consumer and then you also have your um your uh employee Mm -hmm. so very good absolutely wonderful well thank you amy rains for being here today Welcome back into Success by Design. I want to thank again Amy Rains, General Manager of Park Place Retirement Community Center, and for all of the information that she has shared. Please make sure to follow them on Facebook and to visit their website for more information at Park Place ret.com. So we're nearing the end of this podcast, and I want to leave you with one final thought, and that thought is to remember that you have five generations of employees potentially that you're working with. And it's really important for you to understand how you're going to engage, how you're going to entertain, how you're going to um, really just bring that group of 
valuable employees together to do good for you and your company. And uh, don't ever underestimate someone because they're in a baby boomer generation because they may pleasantly surprise you. Make sure to follow Success by Design for our for our weekly podcasts on whinradio.com podcasts, WHIN Radio Apple Podcasts, and WHIN on Facebook, as well as Success by Design on Facebook, and follow Navarro Creative Group on Facebook and visit our website for more information about uh, business-related tips and marketing at www.navarrocreativegroup.com. And be sure to like, subscribe, and most importantly, share this podcast with your colleagues and your friends and communicate with us. It's really important that we hear from you what you want to hear. And if you have some ideas for some great guests that you think would be awesome, maybe that's you. We want to know. Contact us. That's all for now. And we look forward to seeing you next time.